This is the Ag Queen Podcast. Hello, everyone. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. This podcast explores the agriculture industry with the movers and shakers of those shaping it. And today I'm visiting with Margot Hale. She is the Southeast Regional Director and Livestock Specialist for the Southeast Office of the National Center for Appropriate Technology. Margo, tell us a little bit more about yourself and your background. Sure. I grew up here in Northwest Arkansas and um, my family, we were dairy farmers and I grew up raising and showing uh, dairy cattle. I was very involved in 4-H. I went on to get degrees in animal science and ag and extension education from the University of Arkansas and have worked here at NCAT for almost 18 years now. Wow, that's a long time. Good. It is. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, thank you for that. And so you're the regional director and livestock specialist. So tell me a little bit more about what you do in your role. And then we'll talk about NCAT in general and learn a little bit more about the organization. But what do you do in your role there? Yes. So as a livestock specialist, I work directly with farmers, providing one-on-one technical assistance and developing educational resources, whether it be publications or podcasts, and doing lots of trainings. Um, the last couple of years, a lot of virtual workshops and webinars and, and things like that. And as the Southeast Regional Director, I oversee all of our programs and outreach across the Southeast U.S. NCAT does have staff in uh, offices all across the country, but I kind of help oversee our staff here in our Southeast office and the work we do to connect with other organizations and um, develop programs and trainings um, really across, across the Southeast. As we mentioned when we got started, NCAT stands for the National Center for Appropriate Technology. Yes. So tell me a little bit more about the organization, if you will. Sure. So NCAT was founded in 1976. And um, since that time, we work in a variety of areas, primarily sustainable agriculture and sustainable energy. And um, we, we help communities um, be more resilient and offer them solutions to, to their problems, whether it be you know, re- related to energy or agriculture and protecting our natural resources. Can I ask then what exactly or how exactly do you define appropriate technology then? Yeah, so what I always tell people is it's those practical solutions that make sense for you know, whoever or wherever the problem exists. So, you know, there's not one size fits all solution. So we are, you know, working directly with farmers or communities or on our energy side, you know, sometimes it's businesses or municipalities to figure out the solutions that make sense for them. And, um, you know, we really are empowering the farmers that we work with or the communities we work with to figure out solutions that work for them, that are taking care of our natural resources, that are helping them be more resilient. Margo, how do you gauge that? Like who is determining whether or not it's appropriate? Yeah, well, I mean, really, it's up to our clients to, you know, determine what makes sense for them. So our goal is to provide them with trusted, practical resources. So on the agriculture side, our ATRA program 
which has been in operation since 1987 that provides trusted practical knowledge and resources for farmers. And most of our agriculture staff are farmers ourselves or have been farmers or have worked in practice. Uh, um, have worked in commercial production. And so we have a lot of firsthand knowledge and are able to share our own experiences and able to connect with our clients. You know, personally, we can say we've been there. We know, like, I know this is really hard and, you know, <laughs> these are the mistakes I made and mm -hmm. here's some things, um, you know, maybe try try this approach or maybe this market might might work for you or you know here are some steps you can take to you know reduce your input costs or be more profitable in your marketing so really um providing the that you know that information that is is well well versed and you know sound um you know research and um you know all the good information that's out there and then just that extra layer of the really practical advice of speaking, you know, farmer to farmer or, you know, producer to producer and, and providing that information. And, and, you know, we see with our clients, many of them, you know, come back to us, um, you know, on a regular basis, like, okay, we, you know, thank you for that information that really helped me. And now I've encountered this next problem, or I think I'm, I'm going to shift in this new direction. What information can you provide me? And so our specialist, um, you know, we have a lot of really good information, amazing resources that we've developed. And we also help connect people to the resources in their, in their location. So we want them to be connected to the, all of the amazing organizations, the government agencies, the programs that are available to them. And um, that's what we spend a lot of our time doing is making sure that they know about those things and are able to access them. So it's a membership organization? No, it's not. <laughs> um, our services are free. And so oh. our, our, um, our ATRA program is um, funded through a cooperative agreement with the USDA Rural Business Cooperative Service. And so all of our services are free. Our website where we have hundreds of publications, videos, webinars, podcasts, um, all of that is free as well as the one-on-one -on -one technical assistance by our specialists. So producers can call us or email us, chat us on our website, and we are able to you know, put together resources and, and kind of do one-on-one -on -one research and technical assistance. So are you a nonprofit? Is that how you generate revenue to be able to offer all that? Yes, so okay. INCAT okay. is is a nonprofit organization, and um, some of our programs, like ATRA, um, is funded through uh, the USDA through a cooperative agreement, and oh. then we have other other grants and other projects to fund different areas of our work. Okay, and so it sounds like you're a combination of information, obviously, especially with your extension background. I can see where that. Mm -hmm funnels right into your expertise, but also maybe some consulting type work too. Would I be correct interpreting that way? Yes. A lot of what we do, it's like consulting, you know, it's, it's free for the, for the uh, client, for our farmers and, and organizations and other entities that we work with. But yes, we can, you know, we can provide, provide advice, you know, information, um, you know, we'll, 
review business plans for farmers and you know if they come to us with a marketing plan or idea we can kind of talk them through the steps so that's exactly what we're here to do is you know to help them and that's what I love is it's like I get to help you and um and you know it's it's free for them and very hands-on and very personalized it sounds like Yes, we do have, you know, so many general resources and that's a great first place to start. You know, people can search our website and, you know, find information about raising goats or, you know, selling cut flowers or whatever it is that they're interested in, uh, building soil health on their farm. But then they have further questions or it's something that they, you know, don't find answered in one of our publications, then yeah, they can call us and it's really fun to get to, you know, visit with farmers all across the country yeah. um, at our, we do so many workshops and trainings. And so that's where we really get to get to know some of, you know, some of our clients and um, really get to follow up with them over time. And do you work with farmers and I, I, I mean, your national organization, but would you say you work with farmers in all states or are you kind of, is there a majority in one area or another area? We work with farmers in all states and, mm-hmm. you know, where we have our regional offices and where we have our field staff, of course, we work with more people in those areas. It's just because it's where we're at. Um, but we work, yeah, we work with farmers all across the country and um, through our programs. I do want to mention Arm to Farm because it's a program that I, I direct. It's a, another one of NCAT's programs and it's um, sustainable agriculture training for military veterans. So veterans who are interested in starting and running farms come through a week-long training program and we use our ATRA resources and materials and our agriculture staff to do these trainings. And we've done, we've done um, armed to farm trainings all across the country and have um, participants from 45 states who've come through one of our week-long trainings. So, you know, just in that one training program alone, I know we've, we, you know, we've, we're working really, really hard to get all 50 states um, <laughs> represented in our armed to farm alumni. Wow, that is pretty amazing. That sounds like a really neat program. It is. It's it's wonderful. We've trained almost 900 military veterans through the week-long training program. Wow, amazing. There's a lot of political issues. I know that. Do you help uh, educate, advocate, inform on what's going on with legislation and regulations on that side too? So we don't... Um, uh, you know, lobby or, you know, really share our political opinions, if you, if you will, but we definitely help keep farmers informed. Um, This is something we're, I mean, actively doing right now um, when USDA is releasing new programs. Right now, there are quite a few funding opportunities um, related to um, the pandemic response and, um, you know, things like that. So, we do a lot of outreach and letting farmers know what programs are out there. And if they're eligible, we will help answer their questions or help walk them through the process of applying and accessing those government programs. And once again, we work to connect people to organizations and entities, you know, in their local area or their state. And so, you know, we encourage 
our clients and farmers that we work with to, you know, be involved in that process, definitely, you know, share and speak up for, you know, the things that are important to them and, and get connected in with groups who are more actively involved in, in that way. Would you be able, Margo, to give me maybe an example? I obviously don't, you don't have to name names or where they're from or anything, but maybe a recent example, just to kind of help us connect from start to finish how a farmer could receive help and resources from you. Absolutely. Oh gosh. There's so many, so many examples um, in all of my good. years, but the first one that came to mind is, um, is a farmer actually here in Northwest Arkansas that um, he came to one of our workshops several years ago and over the years, um, I do a lot with sheep and goat. Um, that's one of my areas of livestock. And another colleague here in the Southeast office um, also is a small ruminant specialist. And so just from time to time, he'll give a call if he has a question, whether it be about, you know, rotational grazing and his grazing plan and how he can, um, you know, set up his operation so that he can um, have good forage utilization. You know, he's called and, and asked us about, uh, uh, marketing his lamb and, you know, when's the right time to, to have them processed. Um, he recently called, he was, you know, having a, a health issue with one of his animals. And um, my colleague, Linda, was able to um, help get him connected to a veterinarian who could help with his, um, with the health issue with the lamb. So, you know, it's just things like that. We're just here to help answer questions, you know, provide, provide information, help get you connected to the resources and the information that you need. So it sounds like you also partner and kind of go back to extension, I guess, if you will, because that's so top of mind as we're talking, but other agriculture organizations out there that also help inform and educate. So I'm assuming you partner with others to see how yes. you can get these farmers funneled in. Absolutely. Um, our partners are so important to us. Uh, we have amazing partnerships with Extension, NRCS, um, you know, so many other nonprofit organizations, universities, researchers, educators, you know, there's not that many of us. And, you know, agriculture is um, enormous and uh, diverse and all over. And so we need those partners. And you know, we can provide a lot of good information and practical, trusted uh, resources, but we know that sometimes you just need somebody who is there with you, you know, in your town. And so um, us having those partners and being able to refer people and, and, you know, we work with our partners when we do trainings. So, you know, if I'm going to put on an arm to farm training in Indiana, I'm not in, in Indiana and I need a partner on the ground there who can help me plan that and help recruit and, and be there um, after the training to help further support the folks who go through our training. So yes, NCAT, that is one of our values is being a good partner and partnering. And we have just wonderful partnerships um, real across the country. And jumping back just a little bit, and since you just brought it up, Let's talk a little bit more, just a little bit about arm to farm. So when you talk about training, like what are they learning? How does that look like? So arm to farm is a week long training program. And we usually bring together about 30 veterans for each training cohort. And we move them around in different parts of the country. 
And it um, is a combination of classroom and hands-on. So in the classroom sessions, we are talking about goal setting, whole farm planning, business planning, record keeping, access to USDA programs, marketing, just kind of all of those nuts and bolts that maybe don't sound so fun all the time, but are really, those are the vital things that are going to, you know, make or break your farm and make them be actually successful. And then we visit a variety of farms, successful farms, and um, participants get a chance, you know, to see livestock operations and diversified vegetable operations, agritourism, or, you know, depending on what area of the country we're in, we'll, um, you know, highlight the types of agriculture that are most common in that area. And participants get to, you know, talk to those farmers and hear directly from them. They are able to, you know, see these operations and get ideas, you know, as a farmer, like seeing other farms is how you learn and can pick up ideas and say, oh yeah, I could, you know, I could do that at my place. Um, And then we usually have hands-on activities. So whether it be like moving animals or setting up fence or harvesting uh, crops or whatever it may be. So participants get a really diverse experience and get to try some things and maybe decide on an enterprise that they hadn't considered before. And um, so that's what the week-long training looks like. And then we do follow up with all of our arm-to-farm participants and get them involved in our network and, you know, continue to provide support and, you know, sharing resources and follow-up trainings and things like that. Wow. I love that program. That's just amazing. Kudos to you for that. And Margo, anything else you want to mention here today that I haven't asked about or anything that you thought about as we were going along? Can't think of anything, Emily. Okay. Is, there, is there something I've forgotten to say? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> no, I, I think this is this is wonderful. Yeah, it's been awesome. What is a website? MCAT's website is ncat.org. And the ATRA program where all of our agriculture resources are is attra.ncat.org. There's also armedfarm.org as well. It's been a pleasure talking to you, Margo. Thank you so much for your time today. I really enjoyed this interview. Yes, it was great to visit with you. Thank you so much, Lori. My guest, Margo Hale, Southeast Regional Director and Livestock Specialist with the Southeast Regional Office of the National Center for Appropriate Technology. And that does it for today's edition of the Ag Queen Podcast. I'm your host, Lori Boyer. <music>